It's five o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. <laughs> hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. <laughs> All right, let me get my earpiece in here, uh, Pilk. I hoping you'd hold that a little longer. Such is life. All right, welcome in, everybody. Great to have you with us. It is uh, the Patrick Johnson Show on a noteworthy day as uh, record-setting East Carolina quarterback Holton Ehlers joins the uh, Deos uh, today. We'll talk everything going on with uh, him you're with us on the video audience, there he is. Holton Naylor's looking better than ever. Uh, Holton, how are you, my friend? What's up, man? Doing good. Uh, good to be back. I haven't been, I was telling Joe, I haven't been on in a while since I uh, took a little hiatus once I uh, finished out you know, my, my college career and wanted to focus on next steps in life, so good to be back. I think we got one of the uh, last interviews you did on on my show before we became glitzy and big time with the video. Now, as you see, <laughs> yeah, for sure, uh, yes, cool so setup. That but... was pretty. And then I remember talking to you too at one of the basketball games. So that was uh, uh, good for ESPN Plus. Uh, let's introduce the other uh, folks with us today. The great uh, Joey Football he was house today as well. All right, Joe, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, we'll find out. Let's this go. Is, this is always <laughs> one of those feeling out processes to see if I'm getting fired today. So, hey, we're still going strong, P-Man. Are you caffeined up, Joe? I'm always caffeined up. I'm not quite yeah. at the Dan Campbell level with the two black eyes into the double shots of espresso where he's like 1,600 milligrams, but I'm I'm in my right. normal range. A lot of energy. All right, and Philip, Philip the ref <laughs> Pilkington's here as well. Ref, are you uh, – ref today – we play uh, Hold My Beer. Holton, you're going to play Hold My Beer with us All in right, the next segment. Well, yeah, just, I'll, I'll we'll, be ready. We'll do that then. But, <laughs> Ref, are you ready for today's uh, monumental Hold My Beer, which, which will feature Holt Nailers? Yeah, I'm excited for it. I feel like I got a good one today, right. so feeling good. Okay, good, good. Well, let's get into it with uh, Holton uh, with us. It's great to have him on. Uh, well, just you're, you're in Greenville. Tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, I'm um, just kind of waiting for a car right now, just working out, um, doing a couple of lessons on the side, and uh, making a little money, but try not to go crazy, uh, working out as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know, staying, staying ready. Uh, you know, when the Seahawks cut me, just they got a lot of guys hurt right now. They had to cut a lot of practice squad guys, so they said they'd bring me back. So just kind of staying ready for that moment. And, you know, whenever my name's called, be ready. And, you know, if it doesn't get called, then, you know, get ready for the next step in life. So never know, man. It's, you, a, it's a crazy life right now. Yeah, are you able to – what are the NFL rules as far as if another team had interest in, in having you sign with them, uh, their main roster or their practice squad? How do you get the chance to work out or audition for that? Yeah, you know, I can definitely sign with other teams. Uh, you know, they just reach out, and then you probably bring you in for a workout like the Packers did that with me recently and pretty much said, you know, if someone gets hurt, they'd bring me in. But, um, you know, it's weird. You know, it's – NFL's a business where it's just who you know. Um, a, a lot of these teams, if a quarterback goes down, they already know a quarterback who knows their system and all that. So, um, especially in, when you're rookie year, you just got to get your foot in the door. Um, and this is just kind of you know part of it and, and part of learning this. So, um, hopefully Seattle brings me back soon. But like I said, I mean you never know. Uh, another team could call tomorrow, and I'd have to go there. And um, you know anywhere right now, you just want to play ball and play as long as I can. So you know we'll see how it plays out. 
Would you? Uh, well, how did you like Seattle? Uh, how, how did you like the the city and the franchise? I know you're in the football bubble when you're yeah. out there, but, but how did you like the you know the vibe of the city and and playing in that stadium and playing with that organization and, and the coaches and all that? You know, the football side of it, I loved. I mean, Pete Carroll is uh, one of the best coaches ever, college and in the NFL. I mean, he knows how to how to run a franchise. How to he you know one unique thing about him that you know I really took away from is you know he knows how to get players personal um, on a personal level when. You know, the NFL isn't always a personal game. Uh, it's a lot of a business, and he knows how to, you know, get the best out of you, whether it's, you know, getting in your face and getting you pumped up or letting you relax a little bit. And um, so that was cool. And then the franchise part of it, I mean, it's it's one of the better franchises in the world. Um, and, yeah. you know, kind of just being around it. The fan base is great. I mean, the 12s are – I mean, that stadium gets as loud as I've ever heard a stadium. And, uh, I mean, it's pretty known that, you know, they have a, a great fan base. And the city itself, honestly, I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, obviously uh, – being, you know, a kid from from Eastern North Carolina and signing with Seattle, I don't know if I was uh, was stoked about it. But you know, once I got out there, you know, I, I lived about forty minutes from the city, so. Um, but okay. I, I did get to go into the city a little bit, and uh, you know, from the the parts that I saw, I enjoyed it. You know, the people were um, different, but I mean, they were nice, and and you know, any any Seattle uh, you know sports fan there just loves the Seahawks, and it kind of keeps care of you. So I enjoyed it. You know, I had I really had. No complaints with it. And, you know, like I said, hopefully I'm back soon. Yeah, I hope you are. Uh, in the preseason, you had one of the great uh, touchdown throws. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about a great play. throw. It was the most holding the play of all time. Th- I'm saying great throw. Uh, take us through that play, though. Oh, it was a great highlight. Yeah. So take us through that yeah, no, play. Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was a cool moment for sure. Uh, it kind of worked out. <laughs> kind of just the way my football career has worked out is how that play worked out <laughs> good there. So some good, some bad, but it all worked out in the end. But, uh yeah, it was a draw, um, and there, there was a fade attack, or there was a hitch attached to it, uh, which hitches convert versus press man coverage. And I saw press man coverage. Um, we put the draw in that week for me, um, <laughs> so we didn't really go too much in depth with it with O line. As you know, with a draw, you want five people in the box if you're going to run it, and six people if you're going to throw it. But you got you better throw it before that sixth person gets there because he's not going to be blocked. Um, and the sixth person person in my uh, on that play was on the line of scrimmage so the unblocked guy was had about 0.5 seconds to, to get to me <laughs> so uh yeah. we, we didn't really communicate uh how we would block that guy if that happened so knew i had to throw it i just got drilled when i threw it the receiver made a good play but you know later after that game uh we ran a few more times and we we add a call in where uh you make a stay call to the running back where he stays in and blocks a six man so i just uh I like we had to learn from it. You know, it helped Gino. They ran it a they ran it two <laughs> yeah. nights ago and it helped yeah, Gino. I was about uh, to say. Yeah. So, I, I saw uh, that play. <laughs> so you know, He's my got, uh, Gino has everybody to thank you he has you to thank for that. <laughs> for that one play, yes. Right? For for not getting hit on that play. Yeah. But uh you know, yeah, he's he's a, he was a cool dude to learn from and Drew was too and that whole organization was uh super cool to be around and like I said, hopefully we're back soon. Was the gritty pre-decided you, before you threw the touchdown? Dude, so I uh, – <laughs> so you know I me. Mean, you're a teammate. So I, I love joking around in the locker room and just uh, – you know, my thing is I never want to be too uptight and I want to make sure – I'm good at reading guys and can tell who needs to be, you know, locked in before the game and who needs to be a little bit more relaxed. And uh, during the week I was just, uh, you know, Noah Fant and some of those guys who I'm close with, I would do the gritty any time during practice when I saw them, and they'd be like, "Dude, you got to do that if you scored." And if uh, if you go back, there's a I think Noah was Noah Fant was mic'd up, which is their starting tight end. 
um, and I think he was mic'd up. And like, I you literally see me if you go to one of the video angles, and I I looked at him and he was doing it, and he was like, "Do it, Holt, do it, Holt." So <laughs> I, I had to, I had to. That's but, uh, awesome. Just having fun with it. I mean, that's what the preseason's about: is making the most of your opportunities and having yeah. fun with it. And uh, you know, that's what I did. Record-setting quarterback at ECU and in the American Athletic Conference, Holt Naylor's joining. Uh, Joe Sampson, Philip Pilkin, and myself today for the Patrick Johnson Show. Let me ask you: uh, when you and I'm going to let Joe sick you here. You know he's a he's a he's now <laughs> Let's a media bulldog now. But um, when you went to the Packers, how does that whole situation unfold? And then what's the tryout there like, or the audition there like? Yeah, that's a little bit. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of that side of it, just because it's so. Um, I mean, obviously, if a team wants to work me out, I'm going to go there in a heartbeat, and I appreciate it and all that. But, um, I mean, you fly in Friday. Let's say you go in on a weekend, or you really go in on a Sunday. But either way, you go in. You're in, you're there for three days. The first day you fly in that night, um, you pretty much don't see anyone. You go to your hotel, go to sleep the next morning, wake up at 6 a.m., and you go through the physical process of the NFL, which is a grueling process of – x-rays mris of anything you've ever hurt like i mean i broke my thumb my freshman year of high school and i had <laughs> right. x-rays and tons of x-rays on it and pretty much you spend eight to nine hours in a hospital getting x-rays getting mris answering questions um any concussion you've ever had answering 100 questions about that concussion because that's just how the nfl is um now especially last year since tua um all that happened i mean they're super you know, kind of up to date on that stuff and then the next day you well you, then you go home that night eat dinner and the next day you go work out in that morning and by eleven o'clock they tell you if they're going to sign you or you know what their plan is with you and then you either they already booked you a flight home so you finish at eleven and you're either on a flight by one or you're signing papers by twelve so that's a wow it's a quick process it's exhausting um, but I mean that's just kind of it's how the NFL works man it's a huge business and. You know, if they can make if you can make them money which is by winning games and producing on the field then you'll be there and if they don't think so then you won't be there Holton people kind of uh, assume Holton. that this is a yeah. long drawn out process as yeah. far as like two hour workouts or these enduring things it's, yeah. it's quick though no. I mean you're like 20 35 minutes right yeah I mean not even it's probably 25 minutes like I threw the route tree one time and they're like all right you're good uh, they video all of it they go watch the film um, you sit in their players lounge and you wait for the Packers, I waited like two hours. There's me and like eight other guys, and they came in. They're like, pretty much we're not signing any of you, but we'd like to talk to you each one-on-one. And then you get on a plane, go home. <laughs> <laughs> did you fly back to Seattle? or Yeah, did you yeah. Fly so, so I flew okay. back to Seattle. Yeah. Um, and then the way it is when you get cut in the NFL is they'll fly you to pretty much wherever you want. So um, they told me to stick around at first, which I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been cut three times by Seattle already. And each time they were like, look, stick around. We'll sign you back in a few days. And um the last time they cut me they were like stick around at least for a week we'll see if anyone gets healthy and if if not then we'll fly you back and then uh we'll fly you back to greenville and whenever someone does get healthy we'll just fly you out so i mean them paying for a flight is is nothing to them so they don't mind right right yeah that's pretty good holt naylor's with us here all right uh joey football's interjected here Um, (laughs) and now he uh i was going to turn it over to him and let him really grill you here so I mean, oh, he is, oh right. boy, he's asking, I mean, he's asking he's Mike Houston questions at the press conference. <laughs> he's he's getting in people's faces uh, in media scrums. 
Uh, <laughs> he did a game with me on TV. He's a big TV star now. So trying to this be. guy's out of control. He's this guy's out of control, Holton. But hey. I'm going to turn it over to Joey Football, Joe Sampson. They, they got to mute me at this point. They give Let's me go. too much time. <laughs> Holt, we, we know you're a huge golf guy. Yeah. For those of you who have been in the locker room yeah. with you, what what's your handicap to these days? I mean, you've had all this time now to kind of sit back and Dude. get professional help. <laughs> I haven't played. Literally, last time I played was my first week in Seattle. I played with a couple of the vets. Um, I rented clubs, and it was honestly probably one of the better times I've played. I guess the clubs are better than mine. I have some hand-me-down clubs. I, I don't got good clubs Yeah, here. I was about to say. People don't know. Holton's this big star. Holton's got, like, Goodwill clubs. Oh, I mean, one 100%. of them used to have a, a wooden head on your, yeah. your driver. Oh, yeah. We were playing one time, and we were in some scramble, and he yeah. pulls this thing. I'm like, what are you doing, Ben? Yeah. It's 1885, huh? <laughs> but that's that's how Holton is. He's not a materialistic guy. Yeah. We have to get into a difficult question. All You've right. been around the quarterback room now for a very long time yeah. with Coach Kirkpatrick and these guys. Is there just some kind of start to the season you have to have to kind of feel something out? Is it something where you as a quarterback know you need to raise the level of play like early in the season? What did you know going into seasons where you kind of knew how to pick up the offense and how to fight the slack, if you would? Yeah, I mean, if you look even at my career, you know, I didn't really start um, seasons very well. My first one or two games were always rough. I mean, you got to think my first year. Um, when they threw you in against UCF randomly? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and, and that was, you know, game six, and I was a true freshman. And honestly, that was probably one of the better first games I had throughout my career. Um, just because I played free and all that. And then you right. know, my second year was was Donnie in Houston's first year and um, new offense. You're trying to do all that. And you play State, who's a pretty good team back then, and we weren't good at all. Um, and then, I mean, pretty much same thing. I mean, they had Michigan game one. I mean, what are you going to go in there and do? if you throw yeah. for, I mean, no one's beat Michigan in four years other than, you know, Alabama or whoever beat them, Georgia and all these guys. And, um you know, I think the quarterback room, the quarterback situation now is. I mean, I think it's you're in a bye week. You know, you gotta you gotta find a way to gain them confidence. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, man, um, you know, it's not just you know. I know I'm a quarterback saying this, but they're not just losing games because of the quarterback right now. I mean, you got to play better as a team. And look, I mean, right. I'm cheering for them. I, I love those guys over there and would do anything in the world for them. But um, I mean, you got to You got to block. You got to catch the ball. You got to. You establish a run game, and then you know defensive wise, you can't give up you know big fourth quarter touchdowns. And um, you know, this is a big week for them on the bye week. You mm-hmm. know, gain confidence, get healthy, um, kind of figure out who they are. And you know, if I was a if I was a coach, which I am not, so I'm just saying if I was, <laughs> I'm not sitting here saying this is what they hey, should do or anything like that. I but, preface it all the time. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, I know that you know situations are different in house, and only those guys in that locker room and in that room kind of know what it's like i mean i i know a lot and you know a lot yeah. but at the end of the day we're still not in that um we're not watching that film we're not doing all that anymore mm-hmm. we were at one time but um you know if i was a coach you gotta you gotta find what makes those guys confident what is their strengths i mean you have in that quarterback room you probably have the most talented kid that's ever played at ecu um in the quarterback position and then in mason and then you got flynn who's probably one of the smartest kids to ever play quarterback at ecu too yeah so uh, you mean what can you do to maximize that talent um and and that's what you know the coaches have to figure out and i mean that's what the the players look i mean they got to say so in it too you know they got to go sit down and you know meet with coach k and figure stuff out because i mean at the end of the day it's the players out there playing and they got to go do what um, they're comfortable with and sometimes as a coach man it's you know me and coach k he did a really good job my senior year of kind of let me I mean, and you know this, kind of letting me play free and, mm-hmm. and playing 
uh, you know, calling plays that I liked, and we did a good job of communicating that. But when you're a first-year starter, you don't want to go – I mean, it, it's hard to go sit and sit him face-to-face -face and say, right. look, I don't like this play. Can we get to another play? But you got to do that. I mean, you yeah. got to do that to win games. You got to do that to move the ball. So it's, it's a very complex uh, <laughs> answer, I know, but there's a gazillion things that uh, go into it. We heard Coach K yesterday in the presser say he's a little more laid back now after yeah. a result of you last year kind of – ripping into him and he put air quotes on that uh did he actually say that he, yesterday? he actually said it i tried so hard not to laugh holton oh like, i gotta in, i gotta see that in the press yeah. he's like you know some guys will tell me i'm a little uptight joe will tell you firsthand how much does that kind of play in where you have to kind of not jump on the coach and be like hey like let me do what i need to do but the confidence you have to have and yeah. what you can do as a player and we know flynn is a very mild-mannered yeah. well-spoken soft guy as far as that goes so how difficult is it to kind of go to the coach and be like hey you got to let me live yeah you know i think first of all it's very difficult um i was with donnie for pretty much four <laughs> four to five years yeah um and look we butted heads but that was the type of relationship that we had and he understood that and i understood that where you know if he was too uptight i would kind of let him know like look just relax a little bit and we'll get this figured out and if i was uptight he would do the same thing to me and that's just kind of the relationship that we've had but i've all I've also known um, Donnie since I was five years old when he was in Greenville the first time. So, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where you got to establish a relationship. And then, you know, Coach K's also got to, which he does a good job of, in my opinion, is I know he's getting a lot of heat right now, but um, we'll get into that later. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, that's a whole nother story. But, I mean, as a coach, you got to say, when I was talking about Pete Carroller, you got to find what makes that player the best possible. E each player isn't the same. You got to coach them different. You got to, you know, get personal with them in a different level. So um, that's just kind of bye week's a great, great time to do that. Holt Naylor's is with us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Joe Sampson, uh, Phil Pilkey to producing PJ here with you. All right. Uh, I I'm not going to ask you to put you in a position because I think it would be unfair for you to you know, criticize the, the two guys. I know you have a lot of respect for your, your teammates, but with, well, let's just talk about both guys with, with Flynn. If you were giving him some advice right now, what, what would you, from what you've seen, what would be maybe some advice generally you might would give to Alex Flynn? For Flynn. I mean, I, I, I talk to these guys a lot. Um, I, I mean, I talk to them on a weekly basis. Um, I, they're some of my best friends in the world and I support them no matter what, you know, first of all. And, um, I said one of the first things I said was it's not they are not the reason they are losing the game and um, obviously the quarterback position um, is a reason you either win or lose and it's always going to fall on you but um, a lot of things got to go right and a lot of things got to go wrong to win and lose games and um, you know for Flynn I would just say just go play free um, don't he's like I said I mean he's people don't understand how smart he is the stuff that I was doing in my fifth year he was understanding when he was younger. Um, and, and he helped me out a lot, honestly. And that's a guy that I would talk to about coverages and stuff like that. So he understands the game. He understands um, the plays and such and all that. So for him, it's just going out there and using his mind and using, you know, that side of his game, which is his strength um, to his strength, you know, play to his strength and uh, don't force things. I know it's – I know when losing, um, especially, you know, what are they right now, one and three – one and uh, one and four. One and four. Okay. Yeah. Four. I mean, I know. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna want to win. You're gonna want to press. Um, but you just gotta take it one play at a time. Um, and sometimes, I mean, you you put the ball in danger, and you can't do that when you can just take a check down. And look, you might be losing the game. And you're like, crap, man. I don't want to get out of this drive and not score. We might lose again. You can't be in that mindset. Now, honestly, that was right. a mindset that I was on early in my career, and then I kind of 
was just you got to have that screw it mindset and just go play. You know what? I'm going to do my job. And then at the end of the game, I did my job, and that's all I can do. You can't do everyone's job. I mean, you can't make the receivers catch. Yeah. You can't make the linemen block. And, um, I mean, that's just kind of how it is. So you just got to go out there and play free. And um, for him, just use your strength of, of knowing what the defense is doing. I know, he, I know he knows that. I know he watches a ton of film. I know he's ready for it. So just go play free. And he's shown that he can do it. I mean, he's shown moving the ball and then – um, I think you know a big thing for them right now is, is scoring in the red zone. You got to get out of getting field goals. But yeah. I mean, we even had a problem with that when I was there. So I mean, that's just something where you got to watch film, create new plays, and kind of go from there. All right, and and we all know Mason from a talent standpoint. I mean, you said it. Maybe the most talented athlete to to play the quarterback position uh, at ECU, and certainly in a long, long time. No offense to your athletic prowess. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, thanks for that. I mean, he's, he's got he's got a. He's well, but maybe he's got a lot of gifts. No, he Let's does. Let's be yeah. honest. No, God touched his right arm as a thunderbolt. It's fair. <laughs> All right, but I think he's putting too much pressure on himself, Holton. So, what are, what are those conversations? And I'm not asking you to you know violate any, any confidence here, but just what would you suggest for uh, for Mason? You know, with Mace, um, his thing is saying, honestly, same thing I tell Flynn, just in a different manner of you know Flynn needs to, um, or what I would talk to Flynn about and I have talked to Flynn about you know I'm not saying this is what they got to do or anything like that because um, right, right, I mean right, they're yeah. their own person and like I said I'm not in the film room anymore with them they you know they know what's going on at the end of the day um, I could be totally wrong but um, yeah with Macy I know that um, sometimes he does you know get up tight and he's he's kind of a perfectionist so he wants to do it perfect and as a quarterback you got to understand that you can strive for that but you can't um, get down on yourself if you don't if you aren't perfect um and for him is a lot you know i would if i was you know the oc i would go a lot of empty with him uh spread it out with him go up tempo make him not think make him just play um and and let his talent speak for itself i mean if there's six in the box you throw a quick game and if there's five in the box let him run the ball um i just think that's what i would do with him is, is go up tempo i know early in my career that's what i needed uh, was to do that and like I said I went and go I would go talk to coach K on Mondays and Tuesdays about that about you know hey let's get some empty up tempo this week um and it worked it ended up working and we did use it a lot last year or really the last two years of my career and um that's just something I would do with them just to let them play free because look you're going up tempo you don't have time to think you just got to go play and it's, it's a bunch of plays that you've practiced a lot that you understand and then I mean I don't care how smart you are or how, you know, whatever you are, but you can see if there's five or six in the box. If there's five, you you, know, you got numbers, uh, go run the ball, run a quarterback draw, a quarterback counter. Um, he's a big kid right. and, and uses his legs. So um, that's what I would do. But like I said, I mean, those coaches clearly know more than I do. They're getting paid a lot more than, than I am. I'm sitting at home watching <laughs> now. So, uh, you know, they got the job. I don't. Do you like being a fan? Um, No. <laughs> You know, I could uh, I could see myself coaching one day. Um, do I like being a fan? Yeah, but watching... I mean, for now, do you like watching the game as like watching your alma mater as a fan? Yeah. Oh, I, I will always love watching ECU. I mean, I, if they played at two a.m., I'd wake up and watch it. I mean, that's just how I am. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, you can ask the people I watch the game with with now. I mean, I'm sitting here. I mean, I'm I'm sitting with you know my best friend Josh, who, who Joe knows really yeah. well, um, and Chuck, his brother, and then my girlfriend and. 
they I mean they've played football in high school, but they don't know the X's and O's. I mean they a little bit they do, probably common knowledge, but you know, I'm sitting here, Flynn will check something at the line of scrimmage, <laughs> and I'll be like, he just checked left here. He's the re ID the mic and they're I'm like the text, they aren't listening to me. So. The text you've sent to me where <laughs> yeah. you're like, I see this, they need to bump this yeah. guy and motion him out. I, I'm like, I understand. We can't do anything yeah. right now. Yeah. He's texting me from Seattle talking about what he saw in an app yeah. state play. So uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I, – I mean, I love watching college football. I mean, I think I could get into coaching one day, and I would love that. Um, it's just a decision. I think it would be great. Yeah, yeah, it's a decision I'd have to make down the road. But, uh, I mean, I'm enjoying where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to enjoy where my feet are. And, look, I mean, I technically don't have a job right now. I'm giving lessons. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, you know, giving yeah, lessons to kids. How can people get in touch with you for that if they want to do that? Just What's message me on social media or anything like that, and, you know, okay. I'll respond. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm – just sticking around as much as I can. I watch a ton of football. Um, I, you know, that's what I love to do, and I'll continue to do that. And, you know, I, I, I'm trying to stay in the game as much as I can, you know, working out a bunch, throwing a bunch. But, uh, right. you know, I, I will eventually want to get back into it of some sort. So, uh, you know, one day that'll come. What, uh, you know, we talked to Doug Martin yesterday, and he's a coordinator now in the USFL yeah. and was, you know, under Logan. Would you consider that route, USFL or XFL, or, or yeah. have you given um, that any thought yet? Yeah, I have. Um, you know, I think that's a, a thought that I'll have to have in December uh, if I don't get signed, okay. you know, until then. But, you know, I think, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of things that go into that. You know, I mean, it's I've, – I've played five years and got my tail kicked for four of them, or three of them, really. Um, and, you know, my body's beat up. And, uh, you know, is it is it worth <laughs> – going to play in a league like that and look it might be you know i love football and i want to play as long as i can but at the same time i you know i have other goals and other aspirations of getting into business and doing that right. and um that interests me so i don't know we'll see you know hopefully um i get signed and i don't got to think about that but at the end of the day it's a, a very real world and i'm going to be real about it and you know there's a 50 50 chance i don't get signed um or even more that i don't get signed so uh you know i'm ready for it for everything and you know i'm at peace with it all if if I play my last down of football, I'm at peace with it, which uh, not a lot of people are, you know, can say. Um, but you know, I'm at peace with it. I know that I gave everything I could and worked as hard as I possibly could have. And at the end, that's all I really can do. Joe, you got anything else for uh, for Holton before I ask him a, a, a question about Conley Rose this week? <laughs> I've Let's got go. two for him. You're a full time dog dad. I am. Tell I am. everybody about your adorable little one. Yes, my uh, god niece. Yeah, Wrigley. Uh, she's a, a husky lab mix. I rescued her. Um, in 2020 or yeah, 20? it was 2020 or 2021. Yeah. yeah, one of the um, so I rescued her then. So I fostered her for a weekend and during our bye week of one of those, one of those years. Um, and never looked back, didn't bring yeah. her back. I, <laughs> I adopted her and I love her. I, I got her to Seattle with me for a little bit, which was amazing. Her and Grace moved out there and, um, it's the best, best thing in the world to be a dog dad. So yeah. I love it. Many people don't know why she's named Wrigley. I don't yes. know if many people know. Please tell the Cubs people. Fan. Yeah. Cubs fan. Wrigley there you go. Field, There's yeah. the breaking so, news. Uh, I knew Holton was a highly intelligent individual. <laughs> I knew this about Holton. Yeah. You know, uh, Holton, they, they did not. Uh, well, first of all. Oh, don't get him started. Let's go. Let's go. Bobby, what did they do in the last week here? We're, we're I mean, terrible. <laughs> What the hell happened there? Yeah, just, we're we're. Uh, I'm not a big Ross fan as a manager. I think they. Yeah. I think they've <laughs> got to find a different manager. 
I mean, he hasn't won. See, this is the, the great part about being a lose. fan, Old. We can give our you opinions can. now, Old. You can. Fans. Yeah. Yes, I bet you ahead. didn't expect baseball talk. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> at all. But I, I love any sports. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a win or lose sport in anything. Um, if you're not winning, I, at some point, you. I mean, I think you give a guy some time, but dude's had his time. He's had like three <laughs> seasons now. Yeah, <laughs> might um, be more. I'm like cursed and as I mean, a fan. They just, I uh, they just they just choked it down the stretch. Yeah, I, yeah, I um. I got I got to go to some Mariners games, and I I found okay. myself starting to cheer for them, and I'm like, no, you and I this. go, I both. can't do this. But uh, yeah. they they were a fun team to watch. You know, I wasn't I've never had it. I mean, I'm from Greenville, clearly. Yeah. Um, so I've never had a major league team kind of <laughs> yeah. there to go cheer for. So it was cool to do that. Um, I mean, me and Grace would be sitting there and be like, do the Mariners play tonight? All right, let's go watch them, and we'd go watch them. Man, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed wow. it, but uh, it is. I I, I don't want to. To lose my my Cubs, you know that was my first baseball hat yeah. I ever had. But <laughs> right. he, no one likes losing teams. I mean, it's, no one likes watching losing games. I guess. Is hey the man, best way to say it. I'm a right. Jets fan. My misery is carried yeah, for years. Yeah, you're, you're in a bad situation. Like I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, um, we we share that one. Yeah, and I'm just cursed, man. Okay. Any, no, any we're on the teams. up. Right. We're up. Yeah, we're on we the are. Up. We're gonna win it. We're gonna win it all next. Win it all year, this but, year. Uh, Mark it in. Canes on hockey. Canes on yeah. hockey. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Your... I uh, I okay. I love Canes games. I um. Okay. I will go to Kane's games a couple times a year, and I think we've been. Yeah, to we've one been to a too. few. Yeah. Been to a few. Um, I, I love. Was Kane's this the games. one where They're Joe fun. got asked to leave, or was this a different? <laughs> no, no, this is a was, different one. That was different. This I different told him about that. He didn't believe me, and I showed him the piece of paper. He was like, "What did you do?" <laughs> I got a great uh, story about a Kane's game one time. I've been the the best uh, gambling trip of all time during <laughs> one of our bye weeks. <laughs> Should we tell this? Is this a tellable story? I mean, North Carolina. Yeah, um, it wasn't in North Carolina, so yes, you can yes, tell it. Yes, it was. Yeah, it yeah, was. It right. wasn't in North Carolina, so we and can in tell. In college, us. I don't. Right. I don't even All right, know. I'll tell you what. We need to get a break. Can yeah, we tell the story after yeah, the break. We're it, gonna do. do hold it. my beer. All right. We're gonna ask Holton about uh, Conley Rose, and we're gonna hear a gambling story when we come back. <laughs> Do you have something you need to get off your chest? Get off your chest. I am not here for rage. I'm here for revenge. Did your favorite team blow another game? They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Or is there just something that's driving you crazy? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's time to let it all out. You have made me very angry. Very angry indeed. With another edition of Hold My Beer. Hold my beer. We're just uh, we're just dudes being guys here today, and uh, hold my beer as you give your grievance. Old Naylor's just gonna play hold my beer. We're gonna get a gambling story, and I gotta ask him something about Rose and Conley. So it's an action-packed segment, but we gotta be uh, swift here because I've already put Jim Zoki off, and uh, we went, we gotta talk to Zoke today too. So there's a lot going on. All right, hold my beer. You got me on this, Holton. Holton, you got me on this. David Ross. <laughs> four years he's been there not three four now granted the first year was the covid year but they won the central in that hackneyed year but lost both games of the playoffs they were over 500 this year but were set for the wild card and choked like dogs so i say give david ross one more year and then Boo. get him out don't give him another <laughs> get him year. out they, they've already year. said they're going to. Yeah. They've already oh, said they're going to. I know. Yeah. I, uh, but then get him out. I mean, look, it, I loved him as a player, but. Yeah, he's a game seven home. He's not a player anymore. No. 
He's not a player anymore. He is now. You say you want to go into coaching. Look at this. You're, you're criticizing a guy who was a player who won a World Series, who's now managing. No, he, I'm all you know, about he's criticizing look, the when coach. You're, uh, when you're when you're making yeah. that much money, you can criticize as much as you want. I okay. uh, right. that's that's the go. difference, right? I there. agree. All right, and it's not like nobody's ever not criticized Holton before. Oh let's yeah, be I've Come had on. a little bit in, in my career. You've had a little twitters bit. at one point. <laughs> I have. Yeah. All right, let's do let's do a hold. Are you, are you ready for hold my beer, Holton Aylers? Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's do it. Um, all right, it's so. your fl- the floor is yours. All right, so go you start. Ahead. You go hold my beer, and then you say your grievance. Let's go hold my beer. It's like what grinds um, your gears? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think what grinds my gears is people on social media acting like they know football and what's going on and they actually don't there's plenty of people out there that probably definitely did not play college football maybe not even high school and they're uh, they're tweeting who should be coaching who should be playing what they should be doing and right. in the end they probably couldn't coach a high school team so <laughs> That's fine. The, I say I say of those people, Holton, the most competitive things some of them have done is put their tidy whities on in the morning. That's, yeah. what, that's what I often yeah. say of those people. And they're so. the first ones, the, I, uh, they're the, the Twitter warriors. Yes. So, uh, yes. I, hey. I like this version of Holton Aylers that we have. <laughs> oh, yeah. We I, told, uh, All right. I told Grace this morning, I was like, look, I can go on, and I'm not on a team right now. I can kind of say some stuff. This so. is the Holton <laughs> I've known for five years, and people are like, he's got to be just so soft-spoken and well-mannered. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, no. I know the real Holton yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he's. I like this unplugged Holton Aylers. No, oh, yeah. right. I love him to death, though. Pilk, this is my for best sure. Pilk, for sure. go ahead. All right, hold my beer. Pilk. ESPN this summer laid off a bunch of big-time people because they didn't have money, but they've got money to put a game in London in a stupid Toy Story broadcast. I get it was for the kids, but they could have used that money to keep David Pollock on college game day because he carried that show. Agreed. Hold my beer. Joe? Uh, my hold you know, my I beer. I watched that. Wait a minute. I no, watched go, go that ahead, the please. other day from Durham. I watched that the other day from Durham and, and just because I was interested to see you know what it looked like at Duke. I didn't realize how awful that show is. That's a bad show. That's that's a tough watch. And they do it for three hours. That's a slog if you're doing that every every week, I think. I mean apparently I'm alone. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Lee Corso is like eighty five years old and Kirk Herbstreet's like holding his hand to pick the helmet at well, this point. Well, but he's a highlight compared he's, to the rest yeah, of Yeah, he's it. he's a highlight. So he's basically just there to fill like three right. minutes worth of a void and then it's Pat McAfee screaming, which I love McAfee. I know I'm a McAfee fan. Yeah, the I rest some people don't. the rest of this ninety four three family isn't I'm so hot on him. I'm a fan. I, I love it. Yeah. I'm not hot on it. I watch his podcast. I'm not hot on it. I just scream the same way he does. Uh, hold my beer is the refs once again out to get the new york jets we saw it many times at one point i have been waiting for this i'm so glad patrick didn't mute my mic jermaine johnson got held on the last drive patrick mahomes gets bailed out with some sort of holding call on sauce gardner we see 19 different wild things that happen where the left tackle for the Chiefs was holding or false started. It's third and 37. Patrick Mahomes scampers for 42 yards because Taylor Swift had to be 2-0 and as the Chiefs fan. Hold my beer. I can't stand it. I go, your Broncos are going down. The New York Jets are back, baby. Gotham Green. Hey, CBS was all behind right. all those calls because the Chiefs are on this CBS this week. They're they the 425 national televised mm-hmm. game. And if Travis Kelsey <laughs> lost, all the white girls who love Taylor Swift would have not tuned into CBS. Yes, this week to watch oh, the geez. Chiefs and the Vikings. I think, whoever the heck they're playing. I think all races of Taylor Swift girls will tune in. Yeah, you this know week. what I mean now. <laughs> the college girls. We've lost control of this show, and we're about to lose even more control. We're off the rails. Nailers has a gambling story. All right. Oh, let's the hear greatest. It. All right, let's hear it. Did you? Did you go? No. no you. So you. Uh, let me set the scene. It is uh, the 
day before we leave for was it DC or was it for it was Birmingham it was for Birmingham yeah. day before we leave for Birmingham we get our little one no, off couple day. days it was the weekend before we it had was, a week it was off. a weekend we stayed the night yeah, yeah I had yeah. I had graduation yeah. I had graduation he's like just take the trip with me just Joey do it and I'm football like, is this your story or is this <laughs> no this is his I'm just setting the scene <laughs> okay. just take just take the weekend I'm like dude I have graduation so Holden's like all right let me lay it out tell so him. yeah dude so uh so like I guess you get per diem for I don't even remember I guess for the weekend we got six hundred dollars per diem <laughs> and it was like what yeah for, before the bowl game it was during a winter break oh, okay. or something or Christmas it's supposed break. to feed okay. you yeah, yeah because yeah. they aren't yes because we don't have football so yeah we okay. don't have food or anything right. I get but for some reason we got six hundred bucks um, right after practice and we had like we finished practice like that Friday like at like ten a.m. And we had off until that next Monday, or maybe that Sunday, either one. Um, so no prior knowledge to it. Um, <laughs> I go to lunch or early brunch, I guess. And, yeah. And they're handing out six hundred bucks per player, <laughs> and I was like, dude, we don't get a break. Like this is the first break we've had where we can like actually go somewhere. And everyone's like, where are you gonna go? Like you can't go anywhere. You have pretty much two days. Like you're not gonna go anywhere. And, if you know, if Joe knows me, like, <laughs> if I get my mind set on something, I'm going to do it. So I was like, let's go to D.C. Oh let's God. go to MGM. And let's use wow. this 600 bucks. Like, if we lose all $600, we're still not down because it's pretty much, it's just free play. We just got this money. It's free money. Free money. Um, <laughs> so, like, this whole entire brunch, I'm just going around figuring out what dudes would go to the casino with me and, and make the drive up. It's like taking inventory. Like, oh, this, yeah. this guy's in, this guy's not. This guy's so, in, this uh, guy's not. And I think I'm pretty sure you Joe can, wouldn't go, would he? I had, no, I graduation. Joe had graduation. He I, I wouldn't skip his graduation fully, and go with I just me. Fully I just skipped graduation for the guys. Exactly. Trip, so so yeah, you can so, have that fight with my mother. So uh, no, it's so my girlfriend came too. So it was kind of a guys trip, but she came too. Um, I couldn't I couldn't leave her hanging because she wanted to go right. too. So I literally right. this is how great she is. So I called her and I was like, look, if I find people to go, well, can we go to D.C. for the weekend and go to the casino all weekend? And she was like. For Let's sure, just let it. me know. And I was like, we would leave within like 45 minutes. Like, are you good with this? And she was like, yep, I'll, I'll start packing the car now. So she's packing the car while I'm recruiting people to go to the casino with me in D.C. with the free 600 bucks we get before we go to the Birmingham Bowl. And uh, I, I'm not going to say what players went with me because there's a few current yeah, ones. Well, no, there's right, a few current ones, and I don't know if uh, – I, I don't know what the rules I think say you, on you're allowed to ga- you're allowed to go to the casino. Casino gambling's fine if it's legal in the state if you're of age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's sports betting that's a no-go. So yeah. I think – what I've understood, you can't bet on any sport that is also an NCAA-sponsored yes. sport. So you yeah, can bet right. on horse racing. So this is part of the story. So we can't bet on rifle racing or anything Yeah, so like we uh, so I recruit some players, and there's, there's two other players that go with me. So it's me, my girlfriend, and two other players, and um, – these dudes are Joe Sampson. awesome not, not for Joe coming with me no. too, and we were we were stoked to go. Um, so we drove straight to MGM. I think it was like four hours. And we go in, and so uh, they it's their first time going. And if if you know me, I love going to the casino. And like <laughs> like when we went to Mexico, I went to the casino every day. Um, please don't tweet this out everywhere. Like this is just strictly for for listeners. Um, but uh, so we go straight to MGM, and I I. So they pretty much just watch me for the first part. And I'm like, look, boys, I know how to do this. Y'all just watch this, and I'll win some money. It's free money around here. We're just handing it out. Um, so I, I played a little blackjack, was losing. Played a little baccarat, was losing. Um, then I was like, dude, I never play roulette. I'm, I'm a big craps guy. I love craps, too, but the tables were full. 
Um, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let's go play roulette. Right. I'm down like 300 bucks. So I'm like, I'm going to put 200 bucks on roulette. And then if I lose it, then I'm going to play 100 somewhere else. Put $200 on roulette. Hit like five in a row. I was unstoppable. And then I lost one and then hit another like four in a row. So I'm up like 1100 bucks because I was playing $200 rolls. And I mean, I'm just sitting there, and these dudes have never been to the casino before, and they're just sitting there. And I'm just like dropping the Holton's chips down. Like and it's like a season pro. Yeah. And it was wild. And I told them we were going to a Canes game on the way back. And this is where the story gets kind of. I wish we could have done it, but I'm glad we did. Well, you're leaving out the part where before you leave, you decide to put everything on. No, war. Oh, oh, I'm getting to that. Oh, no, okay, I'm okay. That. I'm getting to that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we get to. Uh, so I'm up $1,100 and. We, uh, we're going to a Canes game on the way back. And I'm like, look, boys, I can either leave now with $1,100, which is like, that, that's a good bit of money to win. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Or I could leave with $2,200, and that would be a heck of a weekend to, to go there. I'd be like, that's, that's a good pay. And I was like, but you know what's even better is if I put, if I put the $1,100 on a casino war game, which is pretty much the dealer gets a card, you get a card, and whoever – has the higher card wins. So I was like, I'm going to put $1,100 on one game of that. And if I win, I'm going to put $2,200 on the Canes winning on the way home. <laughs> and uh, I I did not bet on the Canes, clearly, because you're not allowed to bet on the Canes. So I didn't know that at the time because to- I'm from Greenville. I did not know there was really college hockey like that. I don't follow college hockey. Yeah. Um, right. So I I lost the game of war. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost $1,100 on a stupid card game, and it was very heartbreaking. But I'll tell you, that would have been an electric um, – because the Canes ended up winning by, like, three goals. So that right. would have been an electric uh, – By the way, you know they they, they they have these big hotels because guys don't leave with money. You oh, for sure. But, you know, I was okay. uh, I right. viewed it as a free $600. I still had the $600, so I was up 1100 So I okay. had 1700 yeah. in my pocket. So I still left with the All 600 right. There you go. Um, All right. And then right. the, had a little fun, good clean yeah. American fun. Yeah, and then one of the buddies that <laughs> we were right. with, we had a free hotel stay. So I mean, it was literally a free free trip. So it was a blast. I'll never yeah, forget you calling living me. Living the life, and then you, halfway through Virginia, and then you went the out. Back. Yeah, and, and then you went out and killed it in the bowl game. So I think that yeah, I yeah, that was, that was that was a great like, two weeks. Of That's my why life. we beat the beach was, chickens. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah. All right, we need to get another break in. And when we come back, uh, I got to ask you a couple quick Rose Conley things and a couple quick remarks. So, a timeout will come back. Zoki, we're bumping Zoki today. Zoki and telling us stories like this that, yeah, we'll get Jim on next week. All right. uh, We'll be right back right after this. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P Man here on 94.3 The Game. This could be the greatest uh, edition of the show in, in the history of the show. Five-plus years we've been doing it. Uh, Holt Naylor's is on today. We bumped Zoki, and he said, well, I've got another thing anyway. And I said, well, we got Holt Naylor's. <laughs> so we will talk to you next week, Jim. Uh, Holton, will you do this again uh, if you're around? Yeah. Maybe yeah, next month again. or something yeah. or later on in the – okay. Just get a, I think this has been great today. This yeah, has been sure. fantastic. Yeah, get Joe to reach Are you out gonna, and we'll do it. Are you going to the game on? Uh, th- oh, I noticed I, I go through Joe, the conduit. All right, that's fine. I, I'll um, Are you going to be at the game Thursday if you're if you don't get summoned back to Seattle yeah. or elsewhere? Um, 
I think so, yeah. I think that's the plan. I got a wedding that, that weekend that I'm going to Alabama for, actually Birmingham. Uh, so okay. I'm going there. You love Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I trained in Alabama the for the uh, – yeah. For a pre-draft process too, I do. I, I love, love Alabama. Alabama. It's the best place in the world. You can work out. There's always country music playing, so uh, <laughs> I love it. Ah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think right. I, I'm, I'm planning on going to the game uh, next Thursday. So it'll, okay. it'll be kind of weird. Will you but, uh, stop we'll by our uh, pre-game locale if you do? If you Where's do, that? no pressure. Oh, right underneath the town bank Outside tower. The tower. Right underneath. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. I might. Uh, Joey football will be there. I might. Um, have a few tailgates in me, but uh, yeah, I'll do it. Let's ah, do it. That's fine. I haven't tailgated in a while. Hold, so. do hold it. my beer. We'll do yeah. a hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll do All it right. for sure. Uh, um, let me ask you this. Uh, we, we shift from that to, to the wholesome uh, atmosphere of high school ball. Uh, for Let's go. Rose and Conley are playing Friday. Yep. You broke your thumb before one of the games. Is that right? So you didn't get yeah. to play in it one year? Is no, it, okay? I played in it. Was just, I then, just had a broken thumb. Okay. All right. And then... Because we're talking to Nate Connor tomorrow on the show. Actually, maybe I didn't play. No, I played my. No, I thought you played all four. No, I definitely played all four, okay. but I was I missed a few games, but I don't think I missed the Rose game. Can't remember them. Okay. CTE. And then one year it was like seventy six to sixty eight. Yeah, something. it was like it a was. crazy score. Yep. And you had to get IVs after the game. Is I that did. right? Yes, I did. I uh, pretty much fainted on the field. From <laughs> I was playing defense too. Um, it was like it was like one of the, la- the last plays, and we lost. And then so that that broke the record for most points in a high school game. And then the next week we did the same thing except scored more. So we broke the record two weeks in a row. Wow! And then the, w- your last year or two, you just dominated. It was like a man among boys out there. It was, it was. It was really. I, not had, fair. I had a little uh, little unknown receiver named C.J. Johnson catch for me too, which Who's helped a little guy? bit. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we we had some fun. It was uh, we put up some some crazy numbers. So thought about getting the high school coaching, which I'm sure I'll do at some point too. So we'll see which uh, oh, which route okay. I take, whether it's high school or, or the college. same year you turned down the Yankees in the middle of science class. Very true. I did not know you knew that. Of yet. course I know. Wow. All right, let's tell the story there real quick. Tell us that story. <laughs> oh, gosh. We no, got yeah, two so, and a half uh, minutes. Two and a half minutes. Okay. Um, so I was. I was honestly better at baseball than I was at football. I love fo- practicing football, and once I got once rough all for me my my freshman year of um of high school, I decided that you know this is what I want to do. If I if I can play in college, I'm gonna play in college. Uh, ECU was rolling at the point. I'm like, shoot, if I can go do that, that's a blast, man. And uh, so I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna quit baseball. So I went and um, I quit baseball when I was a freshman, and I got talked into playing it again. My high school coach did, Coach Mills. He's a great coach. Um, he convinced me to play again. My sophomore year he was like look just show up for games so i practice football and then you show up for games so i showed up for games then like at the end of the year he comes up and he's like look bryant packer was on my team he was an ec baseball legend yeah so we had a ton of scouts at the game and he was like look the yankees were here um another ecu connection coach godwin the first coach godwin was a yankee scout um and he i'm pretty sure it was it was him who did it um yeah, uh, Billy, but my coach yeah. is like, look, you know, we have a Yankee scout, and he wants to meet with you and your family. He thinks you could be a, a first-round draft pick and um, out of high school and blah, blah, blah. And I went home, didn't tell my family, and came back the next day and quit baseball, never played again. And um, <laughs> focused on football from there. And then later in my life, my family found that out and wasn't very happy. But, yeah, that's my uh, my story with the Yankees. That's amazing. <laughs> that was the first thing your These mother ever told me when I met you. Probably, She's like, yeah. did you know Holton yeah. turned down the Yankees in high yeah. school? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> could have saved me I from I like the idea you could show up and, and not practice. That oh, me too. Was great. I, I and that. honestly, I, at, uh, yeah. 
I was just so naturally gifted at baseball. It was just one of those things where I was just, you know, a lefty, and it was just kind of natural, and I had a great year that year, so it was fun. True or false, you regret never being able to throw a touchdown pass to Joey football. True or false? True, 100%. 100%. If I could go back. Okay, and, uh, there we go. And I'd take two back <laughs> just to throw him one. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Oh, I really too. would. Me we would have kicked a 55-yard yeah. extra point for all the unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct penalties. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Holt, this was great. Thank you for doing this today. Thanks for man. having me. This it was, was awesome. fun. It was really fun. Let's do it again it. soon. Love you, big guy. Great for to sure. have Holt Naylor's in. Uh, great to have Joey Football, Joe Sampson. Thanks to Pilk. Uh, back tomorrow, we'll be on at 6 after the Logan Zone for the Patrick Johnson Show. Have a great rest of uh, your day and evening, everybody.